Hey, everybody. Yes, Chris, what I was going to do is just do yes for like about three minutes straight on one breath. We would love that. Um, You should do that. And one day I'll do that. But not today. So, everybody, uh, my name is Rothman PPC. As always, I'm joined by the greatest AdWords trainer, Mm. uh, consultant on the planet, Chris Schaefer, the great Chris Schaefer. Chris, how's it going? My title has changed over the years you know my wrestling titles uh my late night host titles um or whatever it was but uh, i'm good jason beautiful it's looking like fall outside texas doesn't usually get fall this early is it freezing in oklahoma yet i know it's like a completely different environment up there you guys get snow which i've never seen yeah not freezing yet just nice fall weather uh the old lady put out the scarecrows out, out in the front oh, of the house. Oh goodness, yeah, um, yeah. yeah. So we're we're feeling uh, feeling fall up here. Yeah. Um, now let's uh, fall into this episode here, Chris. Oh, wow. This episode, as Wonderful. always, is uh, sponsored today by Directive Consulting. You guys know it, B two B enterprise search marketing agency. We highly recommend them. We thank them for sponsoring this show, DirectiveConsulting.com. They have some impressive case studies on there, and they offer free custom proposals. So we thank them for uh, being today's sponsor. Now, Chris, um, before we get into the, I'm going to not call it breaking news content of today's episode, but it's close to it. It's very interesting stuff that's going on. We're going to get to that. But first, I want to read this week's iTunes review of the week. It's by uh, not a fan of my contacts backup app. Um, A must listen. (laughs) Five stars. And uh Let's see what he said here. I often listen to podcasts at night before I go to sleep as a way of unwinding from the day. However, I had to stop listening to Chris and Jason at night. They are so funny and informative that they have the direct opposite effect on me. And while I consider myself pretty well versed in Google ads, I still learn new stuff with every ep. Keep up the great content sign sleepless in Singapore. Wow. Funny a beautiful, and a beautiful city state. It's a city nation, Chris Singapore, and it's very well run. They have a historic founder. Uh, it's a beautiful place, very clean place, kind of an aspirational place in terms of what you can do with the society, uh, where you have everything functioning uh, very smoothly. So uh, I'm very proud that we're listening to in Singapore, and we, and we thank uh, this listener uh, for the review, and and we hope you're able to get some sleep. Yeah, stop being so funny, Jason. Let let him get some sleep. Okay, so as Jason hinted, I feel like this is trending back towards what Jason and I used to do a lot on the show, you know, back like pre-episode 50, you know, kind of, you know, early show. So, um, you know, we, we try and do this as much as we can when there's certain topics that Jason and I want to just talk about. And that's what today's show really is. It's, it's going to be a discussion between two AdWords professionals about how our world has changed, specifically in the past like nine months or so. Um, it, things have really started changing. We've seen, you know, in the past year on a wider scope, and we want to be real. I mean, where else can you go to hear real talk from guys who spend their entire week in Google AdWords and you can hear what's on their mind right here, right? I mean, thumbs up for that. So, I enjoy hearing from Jason, and I hope that I can contribute as well to to conversations like this. But basically, we're going to talk about something that I think Jason and I have talked about a lot. I know I've talked about. Jason has talked about it. Manual bidding. We bring it up all the time. And, and it's not that we have changed our stances. 
It's just that we're evolving some of our strategies for certain clients. And we want to put a point on what we believe and how we manage and how that's possible to change in the future and how it's changing now. So Jason, you want to start us off with a little bit of background on kind of what, uh, you know, what's on your mind here. Yeah. So um, I guess, believe it or not, Chris, believe it or not, there are other people on the face of the earth that know how to do Google ads mm. pretty good. Wow. Besides you and me, believe it or not, there, there's more than two people uh, who know how to do Google ads. And one of them uh, who shall remain nameless is a friend of ours and he, he runs a great agency and we have what are we call these mastermind sessions uh, about once a quarter where we just kind of talk shop see what's going on with each other what are you up to what are you up to blah 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 and uh we we learn from each other and one interesting thing about their agency is that they have really taken a liking to the maximize clicks automated bidding strategy And we were talking about that yesterday, and you and I, when we were talking about their experience with it, our experience with it, our questions for them, it kind of made me think that we're kind of possibly seen as the guys who are always talking about manual bidding, um, because that's kind of what we talked about in a ton of different episodes. Um, It's what we do a lot of the time. That's why we talk about it. And we've had a lot of success with manual bidding, but the kind of success they're having with their maximized clicks combined with a story I'll get into later about my success with a target CPA strategy, it got you and I thinking a lot about automated bids. And I just wanted to do this episode, Chris. So really to make the point, I'm just going to get out there with it. I don't want people to look at Chris and I as the manual bids guys. I would say most of the time, at least right now, we're doing manual bidding. That's what we've kind of been brought up on. That's what we like to do. However, if you think of us as the guys who never try automated bids, who are not open to trying automated bids, who think automated bids won't ever do as good as manual, that's incorrect. It's actually quite the opposite. We are always open to testing automated bids. We know in a lot of situations those can easily, massively outperform us. And we're not wed to manual bids. And I think it just needed to be, we just need to come out here and say it. Because we do so often talk about manual bids. So, Chris, do you want to defend manual bids for a minute? Do you want to explain why we might be known as manual bids, guys? And it's not like we're saying those are bad. Well, my, my idea is this. When I talk about, we go back to pre-episode 100, when we went into the, I think it was a year ago, this November, when we went into the six-part series of how to build an AdWords campaign. Uh, we did a, We mm-hmm. did a dentist. Okay, And we were very clear about the bidding strategy, the keyword strategy, the settings, everything. I mean, we went through every single detail all the way down to the ad extensions. And the reason we did manual performance is because of the way we chose to lay out the keywords. That was a particular strategy. It is not the only strategy. There are plenty of dentist campaigns that could use other strategies automated bidding strategies that could be just as successful or more successful. Um, The reason we harp on manual bidding is because it can be applied just about anywhere and work. It can work for any type of business. And I wouldn't say I'm going to go so far as to say that's not always true, especially for CPA bidding. That's a pretty easy one. It's definitely not always true for CPA bidding. And it's not 
always necessarily true for maximize clicks uh, automated bidding. And the reason I would say that is because it's based on how you choose your keywords. If you choose keywords, which I see a lot, you know, I do a lot of training. People hire me to do an hour training. Some of people want to just, you know, just pick my brain for an hour and ask me questions. Other people want to do, you know, a live audit and will pay for me to just get in there and work through the campaign. And I, I see a lot of accounts that way. And some people just stick to broad keywords, modified broad only, and they'll have a few exact. And things like that don't necessarily tend to allow the automatic clicks to work well you know, for things like that. There's no control over the system. So it depends on how you build your campaign. And I would Mm -hmm. say a blanket statement, manual bidding is the safest when it's used properly. And then other methods, you know, depend on how you, how you build your campaign. That's my thoughts there. I'm sure many people smarter than me could argue very good points. And that's the point of this episode. We're not against it. We're not saying automated bidding is wrong or that it's inferior. Mm -hmm. It's just another option. You know, when it comes to manual bids, even though as this episode goes on, I'm going to talk about some stunning results with uh, Target CPA automated bidding. I'm still starting most of my accounts, Chris, with manual bids. Um, the reason why, a couple of reasons, I just was brought up on it. I'm used to it. Uh, second reason is when you start an account, a new account for a client, you want to perform as quickly as possible. And you want to be in control of everything. So the nice thing about manual, at least when you're starting, Chris, is you you can set your bids. And then if you run out of budget uh, very quickly early in the day, like in the first few days, you can be like, you know what? We're bidding too much. I'm going to control the situation very quickly and drastically lower my bids. Or you can start out low with your bids and you go, you know what? We didn't spend the full budget the first week. I'm going to control the situation very easily increase the bids. And just like that, I'm going to spend more of the budget. So early on, especially before we have a lot of data, I really enjoy manual bidding. And that's kind of, for the most part, at least right now, where I'll stay. And that that's how I kind of look at manual. But when I'm having problems with an account, I'm very open now to automated bidding. And so one of the automated bidding strategies that we were talking about yesterday was maximize clicks. So I think it'd be just interesting to share what this agency is doing with Maximize Clicks. The first thing to point out to everybody is that they stumbled upon this just like us. They were uh, doing manual for the most part, but they were having struggles with certain kind of campaigns. And they were like, you know what? Manual's not working. We're going to try out Maximize Clicks. And they were stunned at the results. They they did not think the results were going to be as good as they were. And that got them interested in Maximize Clicks. And so what they do now is in not every industry, but in certain industries where they know it works well, they start off with maximized clicks from the jump. And one of the key things they pointed out to me was, because when you come from a manual background, you want to know, okay, how long is it going to work? There always used to be this weird slow time where the system's learning. Is it going to be a day, a week, two weeks? And they said they just are very, very patient. They give it time. They say some days it can work in weeks and you'll start spending the full budget and and it'll look like a normal performing campaign. Sometimes it takes days, sometimes it takes weeks, Chris. And that's that's a hard sell for a lot of clients. Is that something you'd be able to do with your clients or do, I mean just waiting weeks to get that right performance? Yeah. Is that a drawback of starting with maximized clicks? Well, I'd say it's certainly a red flag uh when I hear mm-hmm. from people that say that they're on a tightrope between their business closing and AdWords working for them. 
and being able to continue to work. So that's always a red flag. And I would say if you're in a time crunch, because I get people that contact me and say, hey, the month of October is critical for us. We're halfway through September. Uh, We need a campaign to save us, you know, and it's going to start in October. You have two weeks and you have one month to make it happen. Stuff like Mm. that, uh, a time crunch campaign or a a company that's, you know, looking at bankruptcy and they need a miracle, first of all, is terrifying for AdWords anyway, because AdWords is not a guarantee. AdWords is is never going to be the rope that pulls you out of uh, the gutter. But uh, I should say at least not a guaranteed rope that's going to pull you out of the gutter. So situations like this would, I think, would be terrible because the ramp up would just you'd bite your fingernails off waiting for that thing to turn over and finally come around. But manual bidding, I think, would be faster. When it's a ramp up, Chris, it's a real ramp up. Like the crazy thing about maximized clicks is they will start you at like 0.01 bids, like a penny bid. It will start at that. (laughs) And that looks so crazy. You're like, how is this thing going to work? And then the bids will change themselves and then it'll move to $2 and then $4. And then if you're in a very expensive industry, it'll find its way all the way up to like $30 or more, $70. So it it is a fascinating thing to, to watch happen. One of the things I like about Maximize Clicks is that when it works, it really works. Like it really does get you more clicks and then potentially more leads for the budget. And that's a fascinating thing to see happen with all the different factors we know that go into it, time settings, geo settings, demographics. The system is figuring that out for you, uh, which is a beautiful thing. But one of the reasons I like it, Chris, maximize clicks, I guess the final reason it's definitely worth trying for everyone out there is it kind of forces you to be better because it brings up a couple questions. It's okay. What if I'm like an injury lawyer and I have slip and falls and medical malpractice keywords, and those are in their own ad groups, but their cost per click is much, much less than like car accident keywords. Won't the system just get me all med malpractice and slip and fall because they're cheaper clicks and we're maximizing clicks. And the answer is probably yes. So that forces you to separate them and have a medical malpractice campaign, a car accident lawyer campaign, a slip and fall campaign. And what does that force you to do? It forces you to do ad extensions that match those keywords Hmm. exactly. It forces you to have uh, landing, you know, the pages you take them to. I don't know. It just forces you to make things cleaner. So I thought that was interesting. The other interesting thing is manual bidding, Chris. It's all about finding those keywords that work and you increase the bids on them to get more leads from them and finding the keywords that aren't working as well and getting you a a higher cost per conversion and bidding them down to try to get the cost per conversion you want on those keywords. So I asked them, I was like, well, how do you, how do you account for that if you're not in control of the bids? And what they came back to me with was something fascinating. They said, just kill off those bad keywords. If they're poor performers enough for you to play around with the bids and try to figure out the right bidding level, just get rid of them and get maximized clicks from the keywords that are working great. And I thought that was a fascinating thing. And you can always put keywords in different campaigns, but I like the way it forces you to be tighter. Um, So that's kind of my experience with maximized clicks. And we got a fascinating story about target CPA coming up as well. Yeah. So Jason, I think that's really interesting. Uh, Just to put a final pin on that is to think, when I talk to a lot of people about, you know, Chris, what do I do about manual bidding? They get scared about how do I pick my numbers? How much do I go up or down? If something isn't working, how much should I lower it? And it, that strategy of either on 
or off takes a lot of the concern and doubt and worry out of you know the manual bidding process. So if you're on automated bidding, right. you can just say, this isn't working. You know, even though the search queries look good, it's just not working. I'm not getting any conversions out of this. I'm not getting any return on this. Turn it off. It's not a matter of lower bids 30%, lower bids 60%, or increased bids on this one and lower bids on this one. That That's not the question. It's either on or off. And I think that's a much more simple, uh, approachable uh, standard rather than the complicated manual bid strategy, which really keeps people from jumping in and adjusting bids. They don't want to do it wrong. They think that, you know, if they touch it and do it the wrong, everything's yeah. going to fall apart. So, all right. So Jason's got a great specific story to tell about CPA bidding and some personal success he's had. And I've heard this story. And I'm excited for you guys to hear it because I think it's really cool. But first, I want to tell you about Directive Consulting, our sponsor. Directive Consulting, as we've talked about many times before, works with large companies, companies that are looking to drive uh, B2B leads for their company. Directive Consulting has some great examples that they've shared with us. One of them is with a SaaS company, a uh, software as a service company. I've worked with these companies before. They're usually very complicated, difficult. And what's really cool is that this particular company wanted to focus on SEO. They wanted great organic traffic. They wanted more leads. They wanted uh, more leads per quarter specifically. So what they did is they focused on SEO. They optimized their search results, their search engine results for the bottom funnel searches, the searches that are going to mean the most to this client. You know, as some people refer to them as, you know, longer tail, long tail keywords specific to their industry, specific to their service. They're going to focus on SEO, organic searches for this client. And what they also did is they wrote value-driven content for key terms that brought qualified leads to them. So in other words, they, they used good writing, good content to drive more people to their site and get qualified leads for this client. And the result of this was that they got 178% year over year increase in organic traffic, 178% more traffic. But if you listen to this show, you know, traffic isn't really what it's all about. Here's the kicker. They got a 93% increase in organic lead generation and 44% increase in PPC leads. So if you're looking for a all-in-one source for your company, specifically B2B leads, check out Directive Consulting, directiveconsulting.com. They can provide you with a free custom proposal and get your website just as good of results as what they did with this other software company. All right, Jason, tell us the story that you've got, your personal example story that you've got. Well, Chris, uh, you were talking about work, work, work um, before we turned on the audio for the YouTube people at the beginning of the show today. And um, as I was telling you yesterday, I don't have any stress in my life. Personal life, no stress. Work life, hardly any stress. Everything was going perfect, Chris, except one extremely large account. And we were doing everything we can. We are doing the same thing we do in other markets. And for whatever reason, in this market, with this client, things were not working as good as possible. And it was getting to the point where I would rather not have that income, a uh, significant amount of income, than deal with this stress. That's how bad it was getting. So something needed to change. 
things were going the way they were with manual bidding and manual bidding again was working in other markets. But I just was like, you know what, if it's not working manual bidding and it's been going on like this for a few months and it's this stressful, let's just try target CPA and see what happens. So I did target CPA. I did target CPAs that were suggested by Google I did their recommended ones, and when they didn't have a recommendation, I used one that was one I wanted, but that was somewhat similar to what I had been getting. Um, so I didn't ask for the moon. I didn't ask for like go from like a ninety dollars CPA to a five dollars CPA. I said like ninety to seventy. So I've got some data here. We've got a week of data versus the previous thirty days. So the volume in terms of clicks and conversions we can't compare because it's a shorter time period since it's been on. But the other ones you can compare, a week versus a month. Click-through rate, Chris, is up 29%. Average cost per click is down 19%. Average position is only down 2.5%. Mm. So we haven't barely lost anything there. Wow, yeah. Um, impression share is actually up less than 1%. So we haven't lost anything. We're still showing up as much as we did and as high as we did. But here, are the besides the, the cost per click and click-through rate numbers, which were great, here are the truly great numbers that matter for us. The cost per conversion is down 47%. Mm. And the conversion rate is up 51%. Wow. That's significant. And I don't have any stress. Chris, this agency I work with, I got a call from them the other day. You know, I get that call once a week where everything's going great, but let's just be honest, they're a little crazy. <laughs> and they're always stressed out. Yeah. And they got a vent. And so that's part of what I get paid for. I got the call this week, Chris. Uh, Jason, I'm stressed out. And I go, why? What, you know, what's going on this way? I don't, I, there's nothing, I don't have anything to worry about what's going on. And this was the one stressor in our kind of business relationship. <laughs> and it's gone now because of Target CPA. And they're stressed because they don't have any stress. So I was like, they don't I have anything to worry about. I was like, I can't help you with they're this. They're worried because yeah. they I can't, can't help you with worry. This. That's amazing. <laughs> that's, that's, and it went that's from cool. we're going to lose an account that's a significant amount of everybody's income to it's working so good. Like, tell us what's going on. And again, you heard the numbers. Yeah. Cost per conversion down 47%, conversion rate up 51%. But here's the key, impression share is the same and positions the same. So it's not like the system goes, oh, we're going to bid like way, way, way down and you're going to get a great cost per conversion, but you're not going to get any conversions anymore. It's not that. It's you're going to get the same aggression level, but your conversion rate's going up 50%, your cost per lead's going down 47%. Mm. And the one stressor in my life is gone. And as a guy who's probably known as with manual bids associated with that, I'm using target CPA to make a ton of money and get this one stressor out of my life and get fantastic performance. So I, you know, I shared that with you yesterday. I wanted to share that with everybody. A couple reasons we think it's working. Uh, one, this account is two years old, Chris, and gets over 300 conversions a month. There you go. So there's a lot of data for Google to use. Listen Secondly, up here, because th this is, I, I want to be clear that this is not your solution to just taking a partly successful campaign and immediately making it incredibly successful. Listen to these points, because that's one thing he mentioned. It's a two-year-old campaign that gets 300 conversions a month. Google is one thing. Google, apart from all the things that Google does, they are still one thing. They are a data-driven company. 
and you do not mm. lead um, a campaign into a CPA bidding model if you get six conversions a month. If you don't have the data yeah, for the system if you don't to work have the, of. You don't have the data to work with. Google doesn't have the data in the system. You're not necessarily going to get these uh, you know, great results. So I just wanted to throw that disclaimer in. Please continue. Yeah, that's a great point. So we have a lot of conversion data to work with. I went with their suggested target CPAs uh, as long as they were close to what I was wanting. And when they did not have a suggested one for me, and this is in the settings when you change it from manual to target CPA, it usually has a suggestion. And when it didn't have a suggestion, I just went with what I wanted, but I didn't ask for the world again, Chris. I asked for a little bit better than what I had been getting. So I think that's an important point. And that's that's pretty much it. And, and I don't want to say I'm lucky that it worked because I'm sure target CPA works all the time. But in the past, I had not had the most success with Target CPA. And I think as we get to our final points here, Chris, that is one of the things that's interesting about Target CPA and Maximize Clicks. Times have changed. And that's something we talked about, we brought to the table independently when we were talking yesterday. Mm -hmm. Times have changed. So can you explain what that means for everybody? Yeah. So, of course, you guys know that the new UI has recently come around. And Jason and I both agree we've talked offline and and it feels like things have really changed something's going on behind the scenes that the automated process is they're not just pushing it just because they want to push it they've always had some automated processes in place but it's getting more and more diverse and we're finding some more success in these as jason has demoed both with other companies and with him himself and i as well have found that success um I don't want to give details on mine because I don't think that I can offer anything uniquely different with my success story. But um, times are not necessarily changing, meaning that manuals going away. I think what this means is that there's more options on the table. It's not that you need to change what you're doing. It's just there's more options on the table. And the way that we might lay out a manual bidding campaign uh, would be different than we might lay out a, uh, a maximized conversion or a maximized click campaign. Maybe that'd be something that we would be interested in doing a demo because we've done a manual build out. Maybe we do a, an automated maximized clicks build out uh, on, a, on maybe a little bit more simple level and, and show what that might mm-hmm. look like and compare and contrast there. But uh, I think that's going to be important to note. And Jason, I could ju- I can feel the blogs out there, you know, the people saying that that robots are taking over the AdWords process, managers aren't needed anymore. That could not be further from the truth because the human intelligence in making these decisions may not be at the minute bidding level, but you still need to make decisions about how to split campaigns, what keywords need to be paused. Uh, There's still device level bidding. There's still um, audiences that can be adjusted. There's still demographics that can be adjusted. And this is not automatic. These things, to be clear, this is not automatic. Um, these things are not being changed. Uh, it's just the enhanced bidding can be adjusted up and down uh, at an infinite level, really. Um, and that's yeah. what can be adjusted. So, Jason, what uh, what do you want to close us with here? Any more points on well, the, to share? You know, that's a great point that it still takes human intelligence to manage these automated strategies because you got to know when to turn it on, when to turn it off, when to try other things, how to organize your account. Target CPA, Chris, you still control bids. You set target CPAs at the ad group level. Um, and so some of the decisions I've had to make is that when a CPA is going really, really good, 
um, I lower it and, and try to get an even better CPA. So you have to make decisions like that. Uh, you got to feed the machines, feed these what seem to be enhanced. Things are performing better than they used to in the past, at least for me. Automated strategies, the better they are, the more you got to feed them. And that's pretty much it, Chris. I just wanted to share that myself, you, this other agency we we brainstorm with, all of us are having massive success with automated strategies on specific campaigns and specific accounts. And I don't want us to be known or pigeonholed as the manual bids guys, just because we talk about it a lot. So there's a place for manual, but we wanted to get across the point that there really is a place for automated bidding strategies. And we just encourage everybody to not be closed-minded, be open to any bidding strategy and test, test, test stuff out and, and see what works for you with your industry with your specific account, because it's, it, we've seen these strategies work sometimes, they don't work sometimes, it's always about trying things out. Um, and that's pretty much it, Chris. So Chris, uh, I want to close today by thanking Directive Consulting. Everyone can get a free custom proposal at directiveconsulting.com. And Chris, we have the PPC questions and answers show yep. every Tuesday, Yep. every Wednesday. Chris, People pay you a lot of money to ask you questions. They, they do. They can get it and on I, the cheap. And I do it free on the PPC questions and answer show. And all we ask is nothing. That, isn't that crazy that I just said nothing? You st- you thought there was a hook, yeah. didn't you? You thought there was a hook. All we ask is please contribute. No, no, I didn't say that. We don't say this show is brought to you by contributors and viewers just like you. No, no, that's not. It's all free. I have a beef with public corporations, Chris, the NPR, the the PBS. If you're sponsored by the Walton Foundation and Berkshire Hat or Burlington Northern Santa Fe Railroad, and they're giving you tens of millions of dollars a year or however much they're giving you, why do you need my $30 contribution? I've never, I've always, I've never thought that made sense, but well, um, I yeah. finally, finally got, got a chance to air here. Now, Chris, uh, we got a good thing going here. We're 119 episodes in. Mm-hmm. I feel like our relationship has peaks and valleys. And valleys. But mm. I feel like in the last last few episodes, we've been in a good place. No one's storming off the set at yeah. the end of the episode. No one's talking about the other person's wife. We're just in a good <laughs> place here. And I want to keep it there, okay? Okay, okay. And so um, I apologize for making a joke about your, your weight loss. You're doing great. You're looking good. We'll keep that positive. And... Uh, Thank you guys for listening. Strong arms from Jason as we say we'll catch you next week.